Today's message, I believe, from the bottom of my heart, it's a prophetic message. Seeing what was happening, everything taking place, and I titled today's message as, My Presence Shall Go With Thee. My Presence Shall Go With Thee. Shall we bow our heads, please? Father, we thank you for this beautiful time. We thank you for everything that has taken place. Father, we pray that your word will come with power. It will touch everyone's heart. Father, we pray that we will not just be hearers, but we will be doers of your word. Father, we pray that there will be no disturbance, Lord God. Protect everyone's mind that they will receive your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I've titled this message as My Presence Will Go Before You. But there is also a warning. 2020 will be a year with challenges. Always you will hear blessings, blessings, blessings. 2020 will be a year of challenges. But my presence will go with you. No matter what be your challenge, he has given that promise. And if there's a promise that you're going to hold on to, I know the promise of the year is going to come in four days, but here is another promise. My presence will go with you. I've taken it from the book of Exodus chapter 33, verses 11 to 15. Exodus chapter 33, verses 11 to 15. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend, and he would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that, what, that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Amen. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. Amen. In Exodus, Moses prayed, Lord, show me the way. Show me the way. 2020 will be your cry to God. Lord, show me your way. Again, in Psalm 103, verse 7, we see the answer to that prayer. In 103, verse 7, the answer comes, He made known His ways unto Moses and His acts unto the children of Israel. Notice, He made known His ways to Moses. He made known His acts, or that means His works, to the children of Israel. The same God, one is seeing His ways, one is seeing His acts. Moses knew God in the way that the rest of the Israel never knew him. The secret of it. The rest of the people saw the works of God, 
but Moses knew the ways of God. In a congregation, in a church, the same thing happens. Many of us see God working in everyone's lives. We are seeing His work manifested through prayers, through deliverance, through answered prayers, through sickness that God is working. But some are having a fellowship with Him. They are walking with Him. Just like in the field, there will be wheat and there will be tear. We have to be careful. We need to cross over, not just knowing His works, but knowing Him. Amen? There's one type of group, and the biggest problem in the church today, the biggest problem in the church, that many know about God. That's the first group. But there's a second group that they know God intimately, very close. These people, the ones who know God, always have a hunger and thirst for His righteousness. They are the ones who, are, who early morning, they seek Him. In the noon, they run after Him. In the night, they sit in His presence. That's the second type of group. How sad it's going to be in heaven. I'm not frightening you today. But how sad it will be in heaven when both of these groups arise and stand before the throne room of grace and if the second group says, when God looks at them and says, I didn't have a relationship with you. You only knew about me, but you did not know me. That should not be our portion in Jesus' name. That should not be our portion in Jesus' name. Moses was given a very difficult task. The most difficult task was given to Moses to take these people across a desert. And imagine, he was not taking people who agreed with him in every way. No, he was taking a people who were rebellious. He was taking a people who were self-centered. He was taking a people who were stiff-necked. And God himself said that they are. It's not Moses said that. God himself said that they are stiff-necked. And he was taking them through a desert. Moses had a duty. And in that duty that he had, he knew in order to fulfill that duty, there are two things that Moses needed. Number one, Moses needed to be faithful to God's calling. And the second, he needed to depend upon God totally. And that's for every husband, every leader. Faithfulness and depending upon is what you require to take your congregation, the people in your cell, everyone around you, your children, to take them to the promised land. Amen? Brethren, in four days we are going to enter 2020. We need to be totally faithful and totally dependent upon God. Only God alone can take us. It's not a warning. All other grounds that you are standing on is only sinking sand. Only trust in Him. My first point for this afternoon is to know God personally in a way of rest. Anyone who says, I know God, and anyone who says, I'm walking with God, the only identification mark is to know that he knows God, is he will have total rest, no matter what be the situation around him. God says he will provide rest to those who know him intimately. 
verse 14 look at the scripture my presence shall go with thee and I will give you rest in total chaos in total turmoil in total trouble in total disorder you will have total rest in that situation because you know that Christ is with you amen I'm going to give you five acid tests to know whether the presence of God is with you. You need, that's what we need to do every month, every day. We have to sit down and see if the presence of God is going with us. And I will show you five scriptures. Brother Matthew, we'll take Micah, verse, chapter 6, verse 8. You will have it on the screen also, you can note it down. He Micah 6, 8. Yes, brother. He has made it clear to you, mortal man. What is good and what the Lord is requiring from you to act with justice, to treasure the Lord's gracious love and to walk humbly in the company of your God. Colossians chapter 1 verses 10 and 11. So that you might live in a manner worthy of the Lord and be fully pleasing to Him as you bear fruit while doing all kinds of good things and growing in the full knowledge of God. You are being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might so that you might patiently endure everything with joy. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 6. Observe the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in His ways and by fearing Him. Romans chapter 13 verse 13. Let us walk with decency as in the daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy. Ephesians chapter 2 lastly verse 10. For we are His creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time, so that we should walk in them. If you look, there's something common in all these five scriptures. If you see carefully, walking with Him, to grow in Him, to live in Him. That's the acid test to say whether the presence of God is continuing in your life. Every child of God must put his action and put himself to that acid test to see whether I am still in Christ. Now, what stops us from walking? I'm going to look from the other side. And I want to see at uh, seven things that stops us walking with the Lord, that stops the anointing flowing through us. Number one is laziness. Not willing to do anything for the kingdom procrastination every time I will do it tomorrow sister can you join the discipleship class can I do it next time everything brother can you come forward to, we are having early will I see key next time when I wake up early I will come every time putting it putting it off putting it off putting a laziness is one thing that grips children of God number two old habits we are saved we are born again we are spirit-filled, but yet we have hidden habits, hidden deep within. They surface and they go back into hiding. Old habits need to be crucified, need to be dealt with. But somewhere down the line, we, we take old habits and we put it under the carpets. So anytime in the brush, it comes out again. Third, ignorance. Acting as a Christian but not living as a Christian, only just acting. Next one, discouragement. And I've got two scriptures there. 
from John 16 verse 33 and 2 Timothy 1 2. When you are going through trouble, the first thing that hits you is fear. And you immediately get discouraged. When crises arise, the first thing is faith goes out of the window. Fear comes and you get discouraged. And the moment you, you get discouraged, the first thing comes, you lose faith in your Creator. Next, comparing with others. The Pharisee and the tax collector. Always thinking that you are better than the other person. Always having the better, I know it better, I can do it better. Always comparing yourself, I can sing better, I can play better, I can speak better. That comparing attitude should never be in us. Next one, irresponsibility. Like the prodigal son. He had everything. This child was given everything by his father. If this man wanted a woman, his father could have got him a woman to be married. And during that, those times, you could even have four or five wives. How many wives he wanted, his father could have got him. But no, he was not satisfied with that. He wanted the women of the street. He wanted to sleep with harlots. He was more happy there. But he was not satisfied with what his father was offering him. If he wanted to even drink a cup of wine... In Israel, wine was a common thing, like how we have in, Oma, in Arab countries, coffee is given to you when you go to someone's house. Wine is the staple thing that was given. If he wanted that, he was not satisfied with that. He wanted to have the wine only from the bars, where crooked, where scoundrels, where thieves were. He was not willing to have it in his own father's house, being totally irresponsible. The next, the most dangerous one, is pride. I am the only one who is holy. I am the only one who is righteous in this church. The way I dress, I am more righteous. The way I speak, I am more righteous. The way I sing, I am more righteous. The, more, the, the way I pray, I am more righteous. I am righteous, I am righteous. And everyone else are sinners. Dangerous place. And this is the way we know what stops us from walking with God. I showed you two. To know that the presence of God is going with you. And I showed you another path where you have to be careful that you don't fall in Jesus' name. The children of Israel were constantly wild, worried, murmuring all the time. They saw the Red Sea part. They seen manna fall from heaven. They seen water gush from a rock. Still, in a time of testing, they lost faith in their Creator, in the God who called them. We sometimes... In our messages, we complain about them. We are no better than them. Take away someone's job and see what he will do. Take away your family member. One of your family members die. See what we will do. If something bad, the worst sickness comes to us, see how we will react. Tomorrow morning if I go and the doctor says, you've got one more week to live, I will also definitely will start to grumble. We'll never know. The one who thinks he's standing when he's tested, he has to be careful what comes from his mouth. Amen? Hebrews chapter 3, verse 10. It says, God was grieved. It says, wherefore, I was grieved with this generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. 
So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. We have to be careful, especially those of us who call ourselves believers. If we keep on sinning and sinning and sinning and sinning and sinning, thinking that the grace of God will keep on wiping away, don't take grace for granted. We have seen God's hands in our lives. Yet, if we don't have faith in Him, God have mercy on us. My brothers and sisters, because of time, many of us, we live in disobedience to the Word of God, to the calling of God. We live in ignorance of what He is warning us, of what He is teaching us. We live foolish lives, deliberately sinning against God, deliberately, even though we know He has warned us. Verse 11 says, The Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaketh to a friend. This reminds us of our relationship with our Creator. If anybody is having a right relationship with his Creator, will never sin. Even if he sins once, he will fall and he will return like David. No matter how grievous the sin can be, if you're having a right relationship with God, the Holy Spirit will restore you back in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. My second point is, to know God intimately is a way of immovability. To know God, because you know that you are standing on a solid rock. No matter what be the storm, no matter what be the situation, you know that nothing will move you because you know in whom you believe in. Everything will be crumbling down around you. Everything will look chaos around you. Everything will look hopeless around you. There will be like no hope for you. But still you will know, I stand on Christ the solid rock. Let us look at verse 13. If I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight. Moses knew that he had a difficult job. Ask God for three things here in the scripture. There are three things that he asked. We have four more days to 2020. Brethren, what is the assignment that God has given you? for 2020. Have we sat in the presence of God and asked the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want me to do for 2020? We are still not interested to ask our maker as to what is it that he has for us. Moses knew he had a task, so he said, Father, show me the way. I do not know what's the task you have. You need to sit in this next few days in the presence of the Lord and say, Lord, show me the way for 2020. I need to know because I want to know the way so that you could go with me. Next, are we willing to ask the Lord to show the way? Because the third, next one is, are we ready to ask God, I want to know you more. We always come to God Asking, give me, bless me, increase, everything. How many times have we gone to God and said, Lord, I want to know you more. 
Can 2020 be a year where you will hunger and thirst for His righteousness? Amen? Will we make a commitment this afternoon? Lord, 2020, I want to know the way. Don't lead me if I don't know the way. You show me the way. Lord, 2020, I want to know more of you. More of you. More of you, Lord. I want to go. Next. Are we willing to say, Lord, may I find grace in your sight? 2020 is the third thing that you're going to ask God. Lord, help me to find grace in your sight, Lord God, more than everything. Amen? That's the reason Paul, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, he says, I want to know you more. Remember Philip, what Philip told Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 8, show me the Father, and that's enough for me. We have to ask God this year, 2020, I want to know you more. Amen? Knowing God makes us immovable no matter what be the situation for you. Whatever be the situation. My brothers and sisters, we need to leave behind every garbage that we have been carrying in 2019. I do not know what you are carrying. I am no one to judge. But let us look deep inside. What is it that you are carrying? What is it that has hindered your walk with Jesus? That is a garbage. If something has stopped you praying, if you are to sit in the presence of God, and if you are to do an evaluation of your life, what was your prayer life for 2019? Was it that you seek His face morning, noon and night? Or was it that you seek Him once a week? Or was it you seek Him only when you fell and when you were in need? I want you to ask you this question. Stop pleasing people. Stop pleasing people. They will let you down. Get rid of every idol that you have in your closet, especially to mothers. I warn you, you make your children as your idol. Your children are your gods. Jehovah alone is our God. Amen? Amen. Jehovah alone is our creator. Amen. Don't idolize your husband. You do wrong, he will ditch you. Don't idolize your wife. She does wrong, you will be angry. Worship him, the king of kings. The Lord of Lords, He alone is to be admired. He alone is to be worshipped. He alone is to be exalted in your life. Nothing else. Every other thing that you worship is sinking sand. You might be thinking, this person is going to do this for me. That person is going to do for nothing. Only God alone will do things for you. It is only God alone will carry you through the situation. Not man. Man will let you down anytime you wrong him. But God will never let go of you in Jesus' name. 2020, stop living for yourself and live for Jesus and Jesus alone. Brethren, He sustained us. He watched over our going and our coming. His angels has encamped around us this entire year. Do you think He will not do it for 2020? Let us enter 2020 with Jesus. If 2019 you didn't walk with Him, 
say, Lord, I want, want to walk with you for 2020. Are you willing to trust God to supply your needs? I got one name in here. And then we say we are believers. Do you want God to do supernatural things through you and to you? May that be your portion, those who are saying amen. Do you want to have fellowship on a daily basis with the Lord for 2020? May that be your portion in Jesus' name. God has guaranteed in His Word, and I say this from the pulpit, our God is not a liar. He has guaranteed to go before you as a pillar of fire during the night, as a pillar of cloud during the day. Do you want that to be your portion in Jesus' name for 2020? Amen. He is waiting to fill every hungry heart today. If you are hungry for Him today, He says, Behold, I I knock at the door. I'm standing and I knock at the door. If you open your heart, He will come in and fill Him. No matter what be your situation, His word is still the same. I am knocking. My brothers and my sisters, if 2019 you didn't allow Him to take dominion over you, I ask you today to ask God, I am sorry. I did not give you 100% of my life. I only gave a certain percent. I want to give the total me to you for 2020. Amen. My third point, to know God intimately is a way of necessity. To know God intimately is a way of necessity. Verse 14, and he said, that's your promise for 2020, my brothers and sisters. Hold on to this promise. My presence shall go with thee. And when his presence goes with thee, he said, and he said, I will give you rest. I want to tell your, tell, tell your neighbor, may God's presence go with you for 2020 and give you rest. Tell that to your neighbor. Tell that to your neighbor. I need you to tell to God now, Lord, if you do not go with me for 2020, let me not pass this year end. Now, that's a dangerous statement to make. Be very careful. God, if you do not go with me for 2020, I do not want to step into that year. Do you know what that means? We'll have many funerals. Take it seriously. Don't play church. Don't play church. We heard beautifully what pastor said. We come, you come, we, we build you up, we fill you, and you are useful to the kingdom. You are a worker. You cannot be sitting continuously on the ground. You need to work for Jesus. So let us begin 2020 with Jesus. And let us end our life with Jesus only. Your beginning and your end should be only Jesus and Jesus alone and nothing more than that. Amen. Brethren, some of us, we are thinking that we are saved, we are going to heaven, we don't need to have an intimate relationship with Him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that. It will be very sorry on that day. You say, God, I gave my life to you. I got saved, I got baptized, I got filled. That was enough. I got my way to heaven. It's a dangerous place to be. Stephen, come over, my brother. I want to close with this afternoon.
we need to cry out to God, our Father. And we need to ask Him, I, Lord, want to enter 2020 with you. I want to enter 2020 with you. Moses knew God and he spoke to God face to face. Please pay attention. Don't look at them. They are not doing any circus here. 2020 must be a promise for you. God, I want to talk to you face to face. Just as you spoke to Moses, will you not speak to me in 2020? Will you, I want to begin 2020 totally with you. And people around me should see that I have entered into your presence. The people hid their face when Moses came out of the tent. When you come out of your closet, people should eye the face knowing that this man had an encounter. This woman had an encounter with God. That should be our zeal. You wouldn't know God just by studying his word. You cannot love a person until you know their ways. And you will never know their ways until you spend time with them. Let us arise, please. Hallelujah, Jesus. A thousand may fall on our right, ten thousands on our left, church. But we shall not be moved, for our God is our Savior, our protector. You are here, moving in amen. amen. I worship you. I worship you. Let us lift our hands to the Lord. You are here, worshiping in amen. I worship you. I worship. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light of the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We say, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light of the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you, I worship you.
Hallelujah. He's a miracle working God. His name is Yahweh. The Lord is good. And all the time. Let's give a clap offering to Jesus. My presence will go with you. That's what God has told Moses. The same God is telling you this afternoon that his presence will go with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. But how deep do you know him? You want the presence of God to go with you? You need to ask yourself, how deep do you know him? What is your relationship with him? Do you even trust him with that statement? Have you thrown away your old habit? Or you are postponing things? Tomorrow I will do it. Or do you think you know him? Or you know everything all? Exodus 33 once again, verse 14. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses. And I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. God personally mentioned Moses' name. Can God mention your name today? What you are doing, is it enough for God to mention your name? God has promised us that as we step into year 2020, that he will personally go with us. Good, but there are terms and conditions. Turn with me to Matthew 28, verse 20. Matthew 28, verse 20. Teach this new disciple to obey all commands I have given you. And be sure of this. That's an assurance there. After teaching, you have heard today, you have been taught today, you have been enlightened today. That's Jesus Christ was talking there. And he said, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. And with you always, even to the end of the age. That is presence of God. God promised Moses. Jesus Christ is assuring us that, yes, I will be with you. Even to the end of age. God said, my presence will go with you. That is to those who trust him. God always promised that his presence will go with them. So brethren, do what God will always look at. And he will call you by name and say, Francis, I will go with you. Say it to yourself. That the presence of the Lord will go with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, it shall be so in Jesus' name. Let us close our eyes. Father, we want to thank you. We bless you for this message. The assurance 
you are assuring us again that yes, your presence that has been with us will continue to go with us. Father, we thank you. We thank you because the year is coming to an end. And today, you are assuring us that that's your presence. We continue with us to year 2020 beyond in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you are our God. We bless your holy name. We give you all adoration because you never leave us nor you forsake us. You are always there for us. Even though if we walk through the valley of shadow of death, we shall fear no evil because your presence shall go with us. Father, we lift you up, we glorify you. Thank you for your son that you have used. Father, we pray for more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. As his message has blessed us today, let his family be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that concerns him, Lord, let them be blessed in Jesus' name. And the presence of God that he has told us today that we go with us, let that presence of God go ahead of him as well in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Father, we want to remember Pastor Leslie at this time. Tomorrow is his son's wedding. We bless your holy name because you have taken control of the plan right from the beginning up to this day. We thank you for everyone that have traveled for the journey. We thank you for journey mercy. We glorify you. We thank you because your presence shall be with them in that wedding in the mighty name of Jesus. We glorify you because after the wedding, your presence shall go with them in the mighty name of Jesus. Take perfect control of everything in Jesus' name. Let them come back with testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. And the new couple, we pray that as they begin the journey of their life, your presence shall go with them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We pray for those that have traveled as well, that Lord, your presence that have taken them to various destinations, shall brought them back here safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. We remember all our newcomers today also. The presence of God shall continue to lead you and guide you and direct you in the mighty name of Jesus. And our brethren once again that are living, we pray that presence of God shall not depart from you. He shall lead you with you, go with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. And as we go for the rest of the week, the year is going to come to an end in another few days. Father, that's your presence. Let it guide us for the rest of the year in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we step into the new year, your name shall be glorified. And you will call each and every one of us by name that your presence will go with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. This is the last Friday of the year. Father, we pray that when we meet here next week, being the first Friday, Lord, we shall testify your presence in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you are God. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. The love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.